This is Everything Homes special segment. Stories needing sharing. Messages that matter from people you need to know about. Heroes, do-gooders, and purpose-driven patriots. Offering tips, solutions, inspiration, and entertainment. They truly are good people, doing good business and good things. Here's your host, Michelle Swinnick, the queen of quality content. Enjoy the show. Speaking of amazing and someone to follow. She is, uh, as I call her, the queen of slides, okay? You probably have heard of her. You probably have known her, especially if you uh, pay attention to any of the Clay Clark's reawakening events. She's new on that scene, right? But she's definitely uh, one of the superstars. She is uh, slowly getting herself onto social media. So she's going to tell you she's got a Telegram channel. So you can follow her there. But it really should be like 45,000, 450,000 people following because you want actually quality content. You want facts. You want information. This is the lady to listen to. So I'm going to give her an introduction and I'm going to bring her on. So my next guest, and I'm so honored to have her on the show, is Karen Kingston. As I said, she is the queen of slides. And if you haven't heard her speak before, well, you're probably then still wearing your mask in your car by yourself, and you can't wait to get your fourth booster shot. And you're probably stood in line to inject that, you know, that non-vaccine bioweapon into your kids. And technically, you should be arrested for child abuse. And if, if the CPS wasn't so full of pedophiles, I would call them on you, but they're probably better off still being in your house than being in the system. Karen is a pharmaceutical and medical device business analyst with over 20 years of experience of bringing products to the market and of course the brains behind the strategies which made those companies hundreds of billions of dollars and in the industry she was the go-to expert and known as the cleaner and now she's exposing COVID facts showing how the sausage is made and she's using her cleaning powers for good. She founded My Fight to provide documentation analysis of COVID-19 healthcare issues, policies, and the non-vaccine bioweapons. Karen's on a mission to spread the truth, get America and the world to wake up and stop the crimes against humanity. Audience, a big round of applause for a God and country loving, people protecting, truth bombing, COVID crushing, bioweapon busting, passionate freedom, and pharma fighting slayer of slides. So I hope you were okay with that intro, Karen. It was a little much for you. <laughs> Thanks, Michelle. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna start start to be humble after that one. Huh? <laughs> well, and you know, I will send it to you so you can send that. My, to when... You know what? My mom would agree. My mom would agree with you one thousand percent. Okay, well, then that's perfect. But you know, you deserve it. You really deserve it. You. Uh, what I want people to understand is not only we're going to talk about obviously how smart you are, but literally you gave up your entire career and you're turning big pharma on its head and exposing all this information where you can't work in that field anymore. Like that's not an option. So, you know what I mean? You you had to make that decision based on what was going on because I know that you're a big lady of faith and this has been the showcasing ladies who uh, love liberty because it's just amazing. The powerhouse, I just want people to realize if you're just tuning in, the powerhouse of women that have been on this show in a capacity of business and uh, personal improvement, life, motivation, community, or like activism and organization and getting crap done has been unbelievable. So this is a perfect segue and way to round out the uh, remainder of the show. So before we get into all of this, and, I, and obviously I want you to share about your incredible weekend, great outfit, by the way, when you did your presentation, fabulous Thank outfit. You. Yeah, and you looked great too. What uh, what made you decide to actually change gears and say, you know what, I'm going to give up my entire career and everything I've worked for, what, 20, 30 years to start telling people what's really going on? I've always been a person of integrity and, and just an honest 
businesswoman, if you will. I mean, I have been an honest businesswoman. So I've walked away, I've walked out of um, very large contracts before because I didn't agree with the company. So um, that's not something, you know, it, I'm not necessarily well-liked in the industry. I've been, I've been told I'm too honest, um, oh. but people hire me when they need to. Yeah, yeah. So I've walked, <laughs> I, you know, this isn't, but th- I mean, this was more or less suicide though, right? I mean, I've gotten threats for doing far less than calling out a multi-trillion dollar market. So yeah, yeah. I mean, but, but this was, uh, so, so what just happened was, you know, I, what I do for a living is I go through a data, you know, whether it's peer review data, FDA filings, uh, and if I'm doing analysis for product line extensions or startups, I'll do IP intellectual property analysis. That's how I know about patents, how to go through them. So when I saw what was going on with rolling out the vaccine so quickly, and then when they started going after children, honestly, God just put it on my heart to look into this. Uh, and I did not want to, but it was that the scripture, you know, if, if you if you know of Christ and you cause one of, one of these little ones to stumble, it'd be better that a millstone be tied around your neck and you'd be drowned to the deepest level of the sea. So that was how I was feeling. So I, I mean, I, I, I honestly, people say I'm courageous. I didn't have a choice. I mean, God called me to, to look into this and uh, what I found was so alarming and upset, uh, upsetting, especially when I, um, not just when I found the, the weaponization, the chimeric studies done out of China in collaboration uh, with the U S government and U S uh, research centers like Harvard and MIT, you know, where they, they add HIV to the, uh, to the virus and, and, and other uh, very uh, lethal, toxic, harmful uh, codons from viruses. But when I found the world patent for Moderna and I read it, uh, it, it, did, it read like a bioweapon. It just it read like um, this was meant to do nothing except to injure, harm, disable, and, and kill people. Um, and so I mourned uh, for about three days when I found that document um, because it just, you know, that what was unleashed on the world is nothing short of, of pure evil. So uh, I didn't have a choice but to get the information out there. I wasn't planning on being the messenger, though. You know, originally I did send out uh, a number of, of emails with these documents to media outlets, influencers, um, politicians, uh, you know, at the at the federal Congress level, um, state level, and I, I just got crickets in response. Mm-hmm. To be honest, well, that's because they're all yeah. part of the problem, right? They, they, this is this is their plan. So why why are they going to respond to you? And they're like, oh, well, if anything, we need to keep this lady quiet. So I, I love timelines, and I yeah. love to explain that because it really it helps people put things into perspective. Because they always we you know our short term memory, you know, we got an eight to nine second uh, attention span, and all of a sudden we're like squirrel, boom, and we go on to something else. But especially in this timeline yeah. of the uh, COVID nineteen political propaganda pandemic, everything's really important now that we look back. I mean, just watching the trailer from the movie Plandemic, the third one that's coming out, I was like, oh, that's right. That's when that happened. Oh, that all, oh, you know, and you're just going, oh, wow. Because we were, you know, there was so much going on. So when you sent these these letters and these emails and contacted some of these elected elites, you know, the evil beings that are in political positions of power, uh, I don't call them leaders. They're in positions of leadership, but they're not leaders. So what, when, when was that about when you started to do that? You remember? Um, May 22nd and then on May 26th, I, I sent out, um, you know, much May 22nd, I just sent it out to some politicians. May 26th, I did, um, I just kept sending emails out to well over, 
I don't know, three dozen or so. It wasn't just, but I want to be clear, it wasn't just doctors. I mean, it was also physicians. I mean, people that are on this, on this side. Um, this was in May. Um, so, um, and I called people up and said, what the heck are you doing? What, you know, I sent you this information. And they're like, well, we can't say it's a bioweapon. So there was definitely um, a level of disbelief, even, even in those people who now are saying it's a bioweapon. Oh. Um, so, yeah, and it, because it's, it's so unbelievable. What, what, what I found when I released so I released it, and then, and then Rand Paul was, you know, shortly thereafter called for an investigation into the origins of the virus, right? Um, and, and that, you know, with Fauci heading it up. And I mean, this is a, people take this as a politically incorrect analogy, but that's like asking, you know, O.J. Simpson to look into Nicole's murder, right? I was like, <laughs> what is going on here, right? This is insane. Mm-hmm. So, um it just, you know, um, and, and people just, it was, you know, to, to know that this was a bioweapon, it can only, you know, and then it has nanotechnology in it for some of the vaccines. It contains the HIV envelope, which, you know, brings on autoimmune disease over a period of time. I mean, people thought this was something that was going to save their lives and save the country. They thought, you know, they were doing something to be a good member of America. And, and so it was just the cognitive dissonance, even on the Patriot side, um, was there. It's so unbelievable. We, so it's kind of like the way I explain it, it's like if you were ever in a, in a marriage uh, with someone who was like cheating on you or stealing from you, but you loved them, you trusted them, you adored them, the level of betrayal is unbelievable. And so even it took a while before people recognized that this actually was a bioweapon, even, even really good people. Just like, like I said, if you were in a marriage where someone deeply, deeply betrayed you, you know, um, you know, normally if someone comes up and says, hey, this person's harming you, they're doing this to you, uh, typically if you really trust somebody, you know, best case scenario, you find the people who are warning you to be annoying or stupid, and worst case, you lock them out of your life. You just can't believe it because you trust this person so much. And that's what happened with our government. Um, so many people trusted our government so much and Dr. Fauci so much that it just, they could not believe, and they, some people still can't believe that this betrayal would ever happen. Um, so they find the truth to be annoying or stupid or they lock it out. And I understand that. I mean, I absolutely do understand that. I've been deeply betrayed personally in my life before, so I get it. Well, and that is what they've been conditioning the, the, our society in general for decades is to get you to be in this uh, this model of having all these false authorities to think that the government is going to solve all your problems, that all the information, because some guy's wearing a white coat or he's got a certain title, that that's the one they need to listen to. So it is it is a, uh, you know, you're seeing kind of the implosion of well, all well, of that, think, the revealing. Well, think about it when... When the virus, quote unquote, hit America, it was like, okay, 2.2 million people are going to die, but don't worry. The government, you have to stay in your house, locked down. You're basically on home arrest, but don't worry. We're going to send checks out to everybody. Your rich daddy is going to take care of you. We're going to take care of everybody. So once they did that, they got, they got control, they got trust, and they got adoration, right? Because who doesn't love free money? So we all got really comfortable with this idea of socialism. We're like, socialism rocks, when really it's the plan <laughs> to destroy America. So that's what happened, you know? So, I mean, and I, we all participated in it. Not, you know, I wasn't going out of my house, you know, when they said the two-week lockdown saying, this is stupid, this is insane. Like, you know, I wasn't... You know, we went along with it. I mean, mm-hmm. all of us did. I mean, very few didn't. Um, 
So, you know, and then, then we kind of were like, yeah, socialism is awesome. And we, you know, we kind of forgot about history where it only leads to enslavement and execution of people. We're like, oh, forgot about that part, you know? So um, it was a well-orchestrated, well-played uh, deception. And I, um, my heart goes out to those people who are still deceived and betrayed, but I, I absolutely understand how it happens. I mean, I, I absolutely understand, you know? Well, I want to so. make it clear for everybody that who hasn't listened to your presentations before, whether it be at any of these, the Freedom events, because you're at a lot of them now, or Clay Clark's Reawakening Tour, or even on multiple different shows, she doesn't give opinion, okay? Everybody, because somebody had even asked her in one of the interviews, they said, what's your opinion? She said, I don't do opinions. I don't give opinions. I actually just give you the information that is listed on the websites or in the documents from the patents or from all of the lettered agencies and the pharmaceutical companies directly. So I'm just telling you all this information, you can get it yourself. It's all out there. And um, so it's these are not opinions. This is you, you can't get more factual than the slides and the information that comes out of Karen's mouth. So it's just a matter of, uh, digesting it, kind of understanding it, and then accepting it as this is this is it. Like there's no spin and there's no opinion. Do you want to com- comment on that so people are kind of clear of, of yeah. how you know this? Because it, 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 even in, and, and and I don't mean to interrupt, but it, I want to just kind of make this clear for people because even during the 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 reawaken event that I watched, um, some of the people that were on the stage they are a little bit more. It, it's not cut and dry. Some of it's still like interpretation. Some people are still talking about variants. Some people are still talking about that it isn't a virus yet. It's never. And then then the other people are saying it's not been isolated. So even though you you've got all of these great people, they each are kind of taking a little bit of different point on it. But it's interpretations of a maybe a a study or a something or other. But at the end of the day. Everything that comes out of your mouth that you're showing, and, uh, and I call you the queen of slides, is literally directly from the powers that put all this stuff together that continue to push it out there. And there's a huge difference in that. So c- kind of go with that yeah. so people understand because it is so important. So, uh, so as a marketer, and I had my own agency for years, and I worked at the one of the largest agencies in the industry. So what a pharmaceutical or medical device company can and cannot say, or biotechnology uh, company, now that we're in gene therapies apparently, uh, is based on two things, what they filed with the FDA and what the law is. And that's it, right? So my clients, make no mistake, my clients could care less what my opinion is. And I, I do not give my opinion. I, I All I can do is I work with, you know, when I go to a med legal review, there's, there's lawyers there, there's doctors there, there's scientists there, there's marketers there with many advanced degrees. Uh, and I simply have to walk them through their documents about what they can and cannot say. And I'm usually called in when a company goes rogue and starts giving interpretive, you know, messaging. Like that's not really what the data says. Um, so that's usually why I'm brought in. So that's, that's, that's what I do. So um, a lot so everything, not a lot, everything that's been said by the uh, CDC, Rochelle Walensky, uh, the mainstream media about these vaccines being safe and effective and low risk, it's all, it's, 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 it's propaganda. It's lies. Um, uh, and it may be based on their twisted opinions, but it's not, it's not substantiated by the data that's been filed with the FDA. Uh, and even when you read the FDA's own analysis of the data within the documents from Pfizer and Moderna and J&J, they, you know, it clearly says, says they don't know if these are safe. And it looks like they might be high, um, high risk uh, and could cause death. So that's in the actual document. So that's what I present. 
Yeah, simple. And that's what I do for my clients. Cut and dry. Cut yeah. and dry right there, everybody. So it's very cut and dry. Again, yeah. it goes, it matters on where you get your content, where you get your information. We already know that we don't get it from, from television. We don't do even Fox News anymore. We don't even deal with Newsmax. But uh, it, even when it comes to the, the sources within, you still need to be really uh, – uh, being selective on where that comes from, um, because it matters. It matters at this point. But if you if you use use Karen's information as kind of your baseline, right? So that because you know that that is what 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 the pharmaceutical companies have uh, filed, and that is these are their own studies that she cites when she goes through her presentations. So are you okay right now with not saying next slide because you don't you don't have your slides show because we're audio only? Are you are you okay yeah, with have, that? I don't have them in front of me. <laughs> I can pull something up. What do you want to? What do you want to talk about? But like the part you say, like you do have to consider the source when you get information. So you know, so if the source is mainstream media and their biggest sponsor is Pfizer, you got to consider that. You know, um, well, that's especially like, if they're not showing you uh, documents, yeah, uh, references for what they're saying. Well, yeah. And then, of course, yeah. if if you watch a lot of the news shows, literally every commercial has to be is from a pharmaceutical company or it, it's promoting a drug. So when you start just kind of paying attention, then you'll see who is in control and who is paying the bills. Um, so what I what I wanted to obviously I wanted to get some feedback from this weekend. So let's, let's let's just let's have a little fun right now before we we get into some serious stuff here where we're going to really open people's eyes, especially when it comes to what's going on with kids in and the non-vaccine bioweapon and kind of even Dr. Sherry Tenpenny said people need to get prepared because there's a lot of get prepared for the millions of deaths that are going to happen. And um, what um, what was the kind of the best presentation besides yours that you saw this weekend or that you were you of somebody that you maybe saw that you wanted to meet or any anything that uh, you can share the what for what you were there for three days. So you have to have some real, something must have amazing must have happened for you personally while you were there. Um, I, I mean, I was actually in and out. Um, and I took my mom, I was in Branson a, a week ago. I took my mom there and she said, you're no fun to be around. All you do is work. Um, <laughs> I, I literally, I'm really not fun. I literally, um, I'm at the events, and if I'm not doing interviews, I mean, I even when I go to parties, like they have parties that we go to, mm-hmm. I have a stack of papers that I'm reading in the corner, and people are like, oh. you've got to be kidding me. Wow, you are definitely somebody that, uh, I get, you're, I'm sure you got a, a lot, like a dance card a mile along, if that's the, if that's, <laughs> that's what you're portraying there, Karen. I'm not, Come, I, uh, I'm not fun to be around. Um, at, I mean, at all. I mean, I can't. So, like, I, and I. I mean, I'm just. I'm not. I missed most of the the presentations. I, I mean, I missed. I missed all my 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 favorite people. I got to take a photo with Dr. McCullough and his wife. That was nice. But uh, Dr. Dr. Martin, I didn't get to see his talk, but um, I did watch one of his talks a while ago. And what he what he and I saw him afterwards at a, a social event, and I I got to talking about this but he did give one talk where he said you know people were like what can they do and one of the things he said was you know live a life you know worth living like make people go that's what I want to do and um you know we get so wrapped up in um what's going on which which is important which is important but take time out to you know have joy in your life connect with people um and I told him I saw that when I was in the middle of doing some analysis for somebody and I just shut down my computer. I went, took a 
Zumba class. And then, uh, you know, just before I went away on this event, I took my mom and my son to a musical at my church. And, and I was like, I was turned into a real jerk there. And I, I mean, cause I just, I get so obsessed with, uh, get not obsessed with the wrong word. There, there's so much information that needs to be gone through and presented. And I, I get, um, kind of on a track to that. So that, that I thought was really good advice from, from Dr. From Dr. Martin, which is, you know, don't, you know, during this fight, don't, you know, don't forget to take time out to connect with people and, and have joy in your life, right? That's that's what's important. So So it sounds like you you took his advice two times and then fell off the wagon and went back and <laughs> was reading in the corner at a party where you're supposed to be engaging with people. Okay, that's okay. Baby steps. You did two. Two. <laughs> you did two. But you're gonna work on that because you gotta give that little brain or shall I say that big brain a break and especially uh what's interesting because if I've watched obviously a lot of interviews and um when you're all serious, you're all serious. But then when you kind of ease up a little bit and you're like, okay, she's got a good personality. We need to throw that in there a little bit more than just, you know, slide after slide. So um, my my Christmas wish for you is to uh, ease up and go have a uh, live a life worth living and throw a little fun in there. You need to have a little fun. We're not getting any younger, my friend. And as as women, we don't get, uh, we don't grace, we don't age that gracefully. So take advantage of the good looks while you have them. Okay, that's what I'm trying to do too. Before I start melting, right, and become you know old and crusty, we need to take advantage of what we've got uh, before before you can't fix it with any amount yeah. of money. Um, all righty. Oh, oh, but my highlight was from in the green room, and obviously uh, we had Eric Trump speak, right? right? And so we're all listening; it's all quiet. And then he said, "I promise you, help is on the on the way." And I go, "Yay!" And I start clapping, and the room's silent. I was like, "Did y'all not hear that?" <laughs> oh that's too funny oh i I heard him say that on the stage and i was like huh i wonder like because you know he's thinking what what, another code something else but i'm like all right i'll just you know two minutes of, of being you know uh positive about the future i'll take it for compared to what we've had to go through but interesting that you None well, of your I, friends I chimed in. You know why they didn't chime in? Day. Because they've never heard you say anything other than what's on a slide because you're always in the corner doing yet more research. So they were <laughs> like, who was, what? We didn't even know you can talk like things that didn't have to do with uh, medical analysis. That's what it was. See, they didn't even know. <laughs> the rest of, I was at a party once and Lee Dundas comes over to me, you know, the human rights attorney, and I'm reading my papers. And she's like, all I want to know is, you got three tabs on one page there. That must be important. Send me those that three tab statement. <laughs> <laughs> see, they see they they know they're 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 even making fun of you in a good way to kind of get you off the ledge to come back down and actually like be like regular people kind of thing. So they're they're this is your in, these are interventions, Karen. You see that right? These are interventions. They are interventions. Okay. Right. Yeah, my friend Ann Vanderfield always trying to intervene. She's just like, you're such a dork. I don't know how we're going to save you. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> and Ann's great. Ann's great. I've actually, and you've been on her show. I've been on her show before. She's been on our show. And she's just, she's she's great. So I'm at least, at least she is in your corner trying to, uh, trying to turn you a little bit. But that's all right. You, you'll come around. You'll come yeah. around. I, I, I have confidence. Yeah. Um, all right. Are you ready to do, get a little little uh, nitty-gritty dirty here where people are going to get a reality check because there's really bad stuff going to be sure. happening? Okay. 
We're going we're gonna to mm-hmm. change gears. We're going to put on our, our uh, we're going to put on our serious hats here, people, because we're going to start talking about the kids. And what really caught my attention when one of the interviews that uh, Karen gave, and I take lots of notes. Everybody knows that I have a pen and paper always handy. I've gotten to the point where when I'm, I'm just doing a social phone call, I'm taking notes when that's when I knew I have a, a problem. But it doesn't matter because if there's something of value that I'm sharing with other people, then you know what? Um, I uh, took one for the team and there you go. But the thing that caught my attention in one of the interviews that you mentioned is uh, and then I'll let you go in whatever direction you want. But this kind of was just really were my ears. You know, like when the dog perks its head up and the ears go to the side because it's like, huh? Yeah, this is what caught my attention. You said that when they in, in the non-vaccine bioweapon, what they were going to be doing is they were going to be re- replacing the saline in the studies or at least what they originally submitted in the kids version of the non-vaccine bioweapon with something called... Well, the abbreviation was Tris, and it was Therma... Promethamine. Thank you. That's, I liked the Tris better because I was yeah. like, I'm going to butcher that. And it had to do with a, uh, it was a toxic blood thinner, and it's normally used under supervision of a doctor doing some sort of surgery to dissolve blood clots, but it's also used in biotech labs to increase the permeability of new genetic materials into cells. And this is for the 5 to 11-year-olds. And then when you brought that up, I said oh, wow, that is, that's it. That is the thing that really might actually have people start paying attention because of the two, the two reasons why it's probably in there. So do you want to kind of go well, with that to yeah, start yeah, the kids chapter? Talk, yeah, so the trip for methamines, I actually got to, got to talk to some doctors and they, they clarified some stuff with me. So it, it is, because I knew it was used under cardiac surgery and in a cardiac, uh, a, rat, a cardiac infarction. Um, and also in bypass surgery, and they're saying actually what it does is it reduces the acidosis that happens during um, when you're, 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 you know, you basically have a heart attack or heart inflammation. So um, this can also, this could be, could be used to prevent the myocarditis, right? So it makes your, your blood, what they were saying, is more alkaline. So, but it's normally only used under the supervision of a cardiac surgeon, right? Mm. So it's, it's only meant to um, be used in, you know, when people are, are suffering a serious cardiac event and need uh, surgical intervention, basically. And what I was explaining is that there are guidelines for um, animal studies. And in animal studies, if they were to be using this, what we're calling this vaccine, you know, the Comirnaty, in, uh, let's say it was in dogs or puppies, and they found that it was causing massive heart inflammation that resulted in, um, you know, the harm, the, you know, the, the, the puppies wouldn't be able to exercise anymore, so they would be euthanized, or if it caused heart attacks, it resulted in death in the puppies. And someone said, look, I got an idea. Um, instead of stopping the trial, let's add tris to it, let's add trimethamine, you know, it is somewhat of a toxic agent, but that will override this other toxic effect, potentially, that's, caused, that's being caused in the puppies. The trial would be shut down. The investigators would be like, no, that's completely unethical. We are not going to move forward with adding trimethamine when we know this agent is causing heart inflammation in the puppies. Like, it would be unethical to do that to animals. And this is what they're doing to our children. And that's by design. This is not something where they had an oversight or they were mixing something. And then they're like, wow, this is, oh, I can't believe this is happening. Oops. No, this is by design. This is just so that the you know, that there isn't such an increase in children's heart attacks and deaths 
that an alarm would go off in the American people. So again, this it's hard for people to understand this, and I understand this is not a vaccine; it's a it's a bioweapon. So the heart inflammation, the death, uh, the paralysis, um, the convulsions, the neurological disorders, uh, these are not side effects. A bioweapon is meant to harm, injure, disable, and murder people, and that's exactly what it's doing. So it's done by design. Yeah, let's let that sink in it for a second. And also, if you take a, look at, take, take a look at the approval on page 25, it says missing information, vaccine effectiveness. So this doesn't prevent any kind of infection or spread of infection. It can only disable, harm, injure, and kill people. That's all it can do. It can't do anything else. And if you look at the FDA approval, it says that. It can cause heart inflammation, right? We know it can cause death. It can cause anaphylaxis. They say it can cause, looks like it causes vaccine-associated enhanced disease, including vaccine-associated enhanced respiratory disease. They say in the FDA filing from November 20th that 409 people in the injected group had cases of COVID that were unconfirmed. And it states, this is from the FDA's own document, they cannot tell the difference between the vaccine's reactogenicity, so the side effects of the vaccine, or if this was a virus that caused severe COVID. So this could have you know, caused severe effects and they can't tell if it was a vaccine or a virus. And that's a problem because those severe effects include kidney, liver, uh, and neurological damage, ICU admission, and death. And, it, you know, so, and if the FDA and Pfizer can't tell if it's their vaccine that's causing it within a week of the first or second dose or something else, this is in November last year, and yet they released this to the world, that's a problem. Well, it's a problem for the recipients. It's not a problem for the people who are pushing it because they want you to take this for obviously nefarious reasons because that's what they want. They want the damage. Yeah, so that's the thing that you're doing out there is you're trying to get us information to people for the ones that want to pay attention, the ones that you have hope for of actually uh penetrating you know this 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 facade this propaganda this conditioning that has uh, brainwashed them to try to uh, save them and their children's lives but there's only so much you can do i mean how many times can you can you keep saying the same thing over and over and then even giving them new stuff that makes it even worse karen i mean it's, i understand it's probably got to be frustrating for you and some of the other people that you talk to all the time who are on this side of trying to get the information out when people are just not they're they're not cluing in. Well, no, and the doctors are all lying, saying this is safe and effective. I mean, all the doctors are saying, oh, myocarditis, it's mild. There's no sequelae of disease, meaning that there's no progression of the disease. Well, how do they know this? Because in the Pfizer FDA approval letter um, or approval license on August 23rd of this year, there's six myocarditis studies that still need to be completed. And all of them include monitoring the, the sequelae of disease. So who are these doctors who are saying there's no progression of myocarditis, it's mild and it goes away, when Pfizer are saying you got to do six more studies to figure out if the myocarditis, how quickly, how rapidly it's going to get worse in people. And according to the American Heart Association, I believe uh, many, especially in, in young, healthy males, is that myocarditis sometimes has a 20, uh, 20% can have a two-year prognosis especially if it's uh, caused by immunogenicity, 
and, and it can have in like half of them a five-year prognosis. So who are these doctors to say, you know, there is no sequelae of disease? When, when Pfizer and, and the FDA are saying, we don't know what it is, and we've got six studies that we have, some of which are five years in, in length. Well, you know, it kind of, it, it goes back to, we got to keep things kind of simple, right? You want to use common sense. We keep those common sense caps on. The problem is we took them off, right? We didn't have our critical thinking, right? We, we went down different paths and some people are still over there at Lost in La La Land. But, um, you know, just comparing it to other uh, new well, the other the other vaccines that have come out in the past were actually vaccines. Again, this is a non-vaccine bioweapon. Two different categories. But let's just pretend that they were similar, right? They they would remove these things within uh, what what whatever the swine flu or whatever the one that was in the seventies. Uh, they took it off after it was like what 20 30 40 deaths or something along those lines and then all of a sudden now this is obviously they have so much more and that's that's their own studies not including what's on the bears which is only one percent not including what's on this the yeah. uh, the medicaid which you know Renz was talked our turn doctor or the uh, tom Renz, the attorney was talking about even more information that they he was uh, discussing yeah, over the weekend yeah go, you want to yeah. you want to comment on that too where people just you know it, it you don't need uh, 10,000, 100,000 deaths for something because that's not normal. Like they're setting a new floor of what normal is supposed to be when they, when, when you're taking something that no one's taken before and especially, you know, all the animals died. But let's just try it on people. Oh, more than 20 died, keep it on the market. So it's, comment on that because th- th- I think that's part of the problem too. They're, they're making, oh, well, only a small portion of the people died. Uh, no one should be dying from things like this. Yeah, well, it's not a small portion, right? Um, it's a, I mean, that 409 number I just threw at you from the Pfizer vaccine is, you know, it's, it's over 2% of people within one week who had a serious adverse event, right? That could have resulted in hospitalization or death. And then um, we have over 19,000 deaths in VAERS last time I checked, over 38,000 disabilities. Renz pointed out there's over 48,000 deaths in the Center for Medicare and Medicaid Services for people over the age of 65 who died within less than two weeks of any, any one of the vaccines. So these numbers are extremely, um, extremely high, you know, um, and the myocarditis and heart attacks, uh, that's well over 22,000 now at this point. I, have to, I haven't checked the numbers in a while. So this again is not, um, it's not a vaccine and people, you know, if, if people want to know how we, got in this situation, it's, it's because of a number of laws from the PREP Act to POPRA, but I want to um, point out the Cures Act. I don't know if people remember, this was passed in the law December 13, 2016, as Obama was on his way out, he signed it into law. So it was passed by Congress, but um, they rewrote a bunch of the laws to do clinical experiments on humans. So remember, as long as we're under the emergency use authorization for these vaccines, these are all experimental products. And Pfizer said they're not going to produce Comirnaty. On September 13th, they put out a press release in the NIH, and we're not going to produce it. We're only going to produce the experimental version. And so what Obama passed into law under the Cures Act was that in a clinical trial, informed consent does not need to be given to the individual if it's not in the best interest of the subject, of the human subject. So... In animal trials, if uh, once the animal realizes that it was part of an experiment and knows it's going to become, it's going to die, um, they're supposed to euthanize it because that stress is not good for the animal. Hmm. So 
I'm not sure. I mean, so, you know, why are, why are they lying to us? Well, they don't have to give us informed consent. They, I mean, under, under, under the Cures Act, informed consent does not need to be given if it's not in the best interest. So if they don't think it's in our best interest to be stressed out that we were injected with a bioweapon, they don't have to give us informed consent. Well, that was an argument that people were, were discussing early on, or at least a topic, saying, well, this is, you're not getting in, informed consent with this. Well, now you, you're, you're verifying, or at least saying that in the CARES Act, which obviously these things are by design. They didn't, just, he didn't just sign this before he left because... It was the CURES Act. It oh, was CURES, the, CURES. The CARES Act is the relief fund. It's the CURES Act. I think it's Section 3023. My desk is a mess. I can't find it. And and they rewrote informed consent. And they one of the one of the it, one of it is it's like you do not need to give informed consent if it's not in the best interest of such human subjects. Here, oh here, I got it right here. Novel clinical trial design section three zero two one subtitle C modern trial design and development. It says here. Let me see. Uh, section, oh, section 3024, informed consent waiver or alteration for clinical investigations. Uh, uh, it is amended by striking except where it is not feasible or contrary to the best interests of such human beings. Insert except where it is not feasible. It is contrary to the best interests of such human beings um, or the testing proposes no more than minimal risk. So what, what, what we fall under is it's contrary to the best interests of such human beings to receive informed consent. <clears throat> Section 3024 of the Cures Act. So that means they don't need is. to give you the informed consent. They could just go ahead and, uh, uh, may, well, we already know they can't mandate it, so it's in the courts, but as far as just regular people need to understand, you know, there's so much against um, we, the people, and what are the constitution or even their own federal laws where you can't mandate uh, a device or something that is approved under the EUA, like you said, which is the PCR test, the mass and the non-vaccine bioweapons. They can't mandate it. It's their own rules, right? The federal rules, but they don't care about that. So now that you have, you mentioned this informed consent, they don't necessarily need that. So that's one other layer of protection that we no longer yeah. have. Um, what else is there? Well, it, I, that, but that, that goes against our Constitution. I mean, that's the, the, pro the problem is our government, our elected officials have passed laws, federal laws that violate the Constitution. I mean, that's in violation of the Constitution. Well, and the thing that is that nobody challenged that. I mean, it's 2021. We're almost at 22. This happened in 2016. All of these big think tanks, all of these big, you know, like the Heritage Group or whatever these foundations are where they have all these these fellows and people that are supposed to be out there, you know, protecting us in the country that make tens of millions, if not hundreds of millions of dollars. A lot of it comes from uh, people that make donations to them. Um, nobody did anything. Nobody's saying, well, that's against the Constitution. ACLU, you know, <laughs> I don't even need to go into that. ACLU is a joke. Right, but it's just funny. It's, that's, that's what they're, they're originally supposed to be doing. It's fighting for people's rights. Well, then here, here's a great one. And this is uh, five years old now. And nobody, nobody has done anything. And, and again, it goes back to what I was saying earlier. Not only be wary of where you're getting your content from, be wary who you're supporting politically or uh, what organizations you're giving money to, whether it is something as 
um, as, as these big groups, which you don't need to give any money to the big people because they get money from the government laundering money to them or they get money from big donors that need to be politically positioned, right? You're the lobbyists and all that other stuff. So you don't need to be giving money to those big groups. The groups that meant people that you give it to that are the grassroots ones that we were discussing earlier, the ones that are actually doing the work, the ones that are actually going to the rallies, the ones that are actually uh, rolling up the sleeves and the ones that are actually doing the work, like Karen, her, or her group, My Fight, um, she's, uh, she, she doesn't make money. There's nobody paying her a consulting fee, like six figures, like she used to get at Pfizer that she would be like, okay, well, uh, you know, I'll, 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 I'll go ahead and I'll analyze this and, uh, and thank you. And I'll take the check and thank you very much. And I'll do my work. That doesn't work anymore. So, and I know she doesn't like to do this, but it doesn't matter. I'm going to throw it out there. Yeah. You know, it would be great if you can, if you can, instead of sending the money to these big groups, these big politicians, uh, that literally have no use for you. You give it to the little guys. You give it to the little guys that are making the most uh, impact, the ones that are doing the heavy lifting, the ones that are delivering the truth, the ones that are, are doing things to help you, the regular Joe, like Karen. So Karen, give your GoFund, Go Send Fund account number and then give your website too because I want that fresh on people's minds while they're listening to this information. Um, sure. My, my website, which is it's a work in progress, we just threw something up there, is uh, my site, M I. F-I-G-H-T dot com. That's my fight spelt M-I-F-I-G-H-T.com. And then um, if, if there's value in, in, in what um, I've provided. Uh, Wait, I'm going to stop you right there. Go. Karen, 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 I got to stop you. I got to stop you. Yeah. You're, you're not good at promoting yourself, Karen. And, and that's probably because you're constantly <laughs> in the corner reading all the literature. So we're going <laughs> to. There is so much value in what Karen's providing and there is incredible content that's in there. And the only reason why a lot of things have been happening where there's been movement is because people like Karen have actually been providing the information, which is literally saving lives. So I just want to reposition how we're seeing this because there, if, if, if you don't think there's value, then you're not, then you need to re-listen to any of the shows or presentations she's done. So I'm encouraging you throw her a bone guys, even if it's five, 10 bucks, something that you can do because the more that we can get funds going in her direction, then she can do, she actually has a plan. She's not just taking a bunch of money from people because she's doing this research she actually has of course she does because she's like a, a strategic analyst that's what these people do they plan things right they research they, they are, they're very smart so she actually has a plan on what she wants to do with the my fight and and really getting getting more movement when it comes to tr- trying to, to to resolve the issues even from a legislative political or even just getting more information out so um let's try that again Karen let's try that again <laughs> okay so if you'd like to donate you can go to uh, give send go forward slash my fight that's give send go forward slash m-i-f-i-g-h-d so um, give send go or give them go.com forward slash my fight so m-i-f-i-g-h-d so that's my that's where you can that's where you can support the the cause and we, um, and we can go through more data. We can even, we can even talk about some of the stuff we're doing here in San Diego to try to stop this insanity. So I think you just love to say the word data. About. I think, I think you just want, you just can't, you can't, it's like, <laughs> you just have to, you're like, Oh, I've got to, I just got to go ahead and touch the slide. I've got to do that. It's, it, <laughs> it, it is quite funny because you, you know, it, 
I'm interested if you're coming here to Phoenix, I'm going to be at the event. I'm going to be in uh, one of the VIP media deals. And then of course, I think we're going to get a booth and a couple other stuff. So I'm excited to meet you in person to see, to see what this is, this data wound up ladies all about. Um, And maybe we'll, we can uh, do a a group intervention then and actually um, maybe have you put down your notebooks or something for a couple of days. You think you can do that? (laughs) I think you can do that and just not. and just work with the people there because everybody that is there is just you know we'll just do conversations no pen and paper um we'll work on that um all right so i know you're dying to dig into some more data um how much time do you have because i know you're busy you've got other shows to do and you have a well you don't have a life you just told me that so well you're working on it <laughs> what how much time do you have yeah, my mom even told me, she goes, this is why you've been single for so long. She's like, because no man would put up with you doing this. So oh, not at all. <laughs> not even close. Not even close. Yeah, because they don't care about that kind of stuff, Karen. They really, they don't really, it's, there's, they, they've got two or three things that are on their agenda and literally listening to you give Deata tips to be out things. So they really, that's not their jam. So, but that's all right. That's all right. Exactly. It's all right. You don't need them anyway. They're, it's just, you know, I tell people sometimes they say, Michelle, you married. And I say, no, I, I'm getting, why would I want, why would I want a husband? It's like having a, a pool loan, like a third mortgage. I don't need that. I don't need that in my life. Another liability is certainly not something I need. You know what I mean? I could take out my own garbage. That's not a big deal. Um, with that being said, um, all right. So what data, what, oh, let's do San Diego first, because I want to give people examples of what's going on that actually you're making progress on, especially because you have somebody like you in the corner that's throwing out the information and support. So it's not just a bunch of people with signs going, hell no, we won't go. It's actually, there's, there's more movement to that. Yeah. Let me, um, let me pull up the, the violence. Cause it's so, so, so I gave a talk in San Diego because um, they were mandating that all employees get vaccinated, including the police, right? And mm-hmm. 40% of our police aren't vaccinated and they don't want to be, right? They don't, they don't want to get the vaccine because it's the bioweapon and they're like, we don't want this. Um, and they, uh, it was Mayor Todd Gloria proposed it and it was passed um, by the city council. Uh, you know, but what it, it's in violation of our constitutional uh, our constitutional rights and uh, specifically there there are charges that you can bring against them uh, and and those charges there's uh, it's called a U.S. Title Code 18. So if you look up U.S. US Title Code 18, sections 241 and 242. Uh, so section 241 is conspiracy against rights and section 242 is deprivation of rights under color law. Uh, and to simplify it, color law is simply your inalienable God-given rights, right? That's what it is. Hmm. Um, and so, again, that's uh, U.S. Title Code uh, 18, Sections 241 and 242. Uh, and, and so this, this, the, and it, this is a violation of the Constitution, right? You're taking away people's inalienable God-given rights under the Constitution, and they can result in fines um, or up to uh, one to ten years in prison unless, unless the law – that's in violation of our rights results in physical harm or death. So then it could uh, result in life in prison or sentence to death. Hmm. So it was like, wow, this got to be real fast. Um, so this is why I had to open my talk at Clay's event with prayer. I was like, you don't understand. I got to open this prayer. Yeah, you did. Um, yeah. did, you, so, did you, was that memorized or did you just wing it? 
the prayer. Uh, well, let me get through this and I'll explain to you okay. about how that came about. Because again, it was not, it really wasn't by choice. So, so again, U.S. Title Two, sections eight, uh, U.S. Title Two, eighteen, sections two four one and two four two. What you can do is if, um, whether it's your school board or your city council or your mayor or your governor, um, you can send them a, a letter to put them on, on warning that these mandates, um, specifically the vaccine mandates, but also the mask mandates, right? They're in violation of your civil rights under, um, under the Constitution. And then any way um, that they've caused you duress or harm, like any way, you know, and, and it can be in any way. And especially if you've been, you know, even if you took the vaccine and let's say you haven't had any symptoms or anything yet, and maybe you won't, but if you took it under duress, so, you know, the fact that you submitted yourself to an experimental biological agent under duress and now that's causing you stress, you know, these are things that you can, you can write out and then you can either have it notarized and sent to your public officials or you could have another version where you have a witness sign it and that's pretty good. That's you know, pretty good to having it notarized. Um, so you can send this to them via mail to put them on warning. You can also, I always recommend people like send stuff um, via email. This, and I've got to get this stuff up on, on my site, so the emails that I've sent to the San Diego Unified School District, San Marcos School District, the mayor, the city council, um, and their scientific advisory, because I put them on notice. And it's really important when you send an email to copy, um, like, everyone you know and their sister so that they know that you're not alone. I mean, ask these people if it's okay with them that you send it, um, but make sure people know that you're not alone. And then, ideally, if you send these statements about how, these mandates have harmed you, how they're in violation of U.S. Title Code Section 18, or U.S. Title Code 18, Sections 241 and 242, right, and that they, they need to stop these mandates because they're in violation of it. Um, ideally, if you have witness signatures and or notaries and you got a bunch of people in your neighborhood or your church to do it, you could then pay a, a service processor 100 bucks to then serve the government official those documents. I mean, that would be the ideal way to do it. Um, and then keep track of all this stuff. But that's putting them on notice. Um, you know, another thing you can demand that they do is they just simply demand, and this should be done at the state level, but it can be done at the county level, that, you know, COVID-19 is not a threat to public health safety. Um, because once they do that, technically, you're, you shouldn't be allowed to even get a vaccine in that county or that state uh, because they're only available under emergency use. So uh, the governor, the Democratic governor of Colorado, recently said COVID-19 is no longer a threat to public health in um, the state of Colorado. And mm -hmm. if you get sick, it's your own fault because you didn't get vaccinated. But legally, he should, you know, he should not be allowed. He should not allow anyone to get a vaccine, a COVID-19 vaccine in his state because it's only available under EUA. It's not like the PCR test, which can be used off-label. Like, they're, they're, you know, these are only available under emergency use. There is no FDA approval of them. There's no FDA-approved uh, product available. So another way to stop this is to, to have your local officials uh, say, hey, you know, COVID-19 is no longer a threat to public health safety, and then all of this chaos has to stop. And the reason why they won't do it, though, is because, there's too much money. COVID-19 is a trillion-dollar market. I haven't even had time to go on a show to present those business plans, you know, that go out for 10 years mm -hmm. across diagnostics, across pills, across uh, different vaccines. So there is an evolution of the types of vaccines that they plan on injecting people with for COVID-19. Uh, there's a $500 million project being built here in the Salk Institute called Biocomputational Tracking for COVID-19 over the next 10 years, where the Salk Institute is working with Qualcomm to track 
the genetic mutations of COVID-19 over the next 10 years. So this is a multi, multi-trillion dollar industry. And, and believe you me, um, some of that money's you know, fallen into the pockets of our, our government officials, which is why they don't want it to stop at every level. Well, and that's happening here. I'm in Maricorruption County, Arizona, and Doug Dushi, our governor, he's on the board for TGen, and so he's making money off of uh, the tests that are being distributed all over the place, like candy, right? So he's and that, and that's that's a, like an obvious conflict. That's not including God only knows what's behind the scenes, plus the money they're getting from the federal government oh, yeah. that's in their coffers, winning billions of dollars. So I mean, we've for us to go through some sort of legislative part, like even here, we can't even get in. He's a quote unquote Republican, right? They're rhino Republicans. And then Brnovich, the, he's a rhino Republican. And then you've got the House and the state. You would think, okay, you guys are a Republican state. Well, we're a rhino Republican state and we have the majority in both, but yet we can't get anybody to call a legislative session to remove um, the declaration that you were mentioned about that COVID-19 is not a public health safety. So then all of a sudden they lose their power. So they can't do anything under the UAA or the EUA. So it's like six of one half dozen the other. And then our entire county is just is corrupt. And from every from the board of supervisors to the sheriff to the whatever. And so then what do we you know, it's like everybody's helpless. But yet yeah, you're giving things that we can do. But is it really going to work? Or and then how do we get you know, it's like it's like. People are just well, know, frustrated, Karen. What do we do? You have to go outside. You have to go outside your local county if everyone in your county is corrupted. So there, not yeah. all the police are corrupted, right? I mean, obviously, forty percent don't want to get vaccinated. Um, and it, it, it comes down to sheriff. I guess Sheriff Mack would probably. I haven't listened to him on it. I've talked to some federal marshals myself directly, but you'd get a federal marshal, uh, and and they would help organize and conduct um, the the arrest of these people. Uh, and they would deputize, uh, they can deputize people to, to do the arrest. Yeah, that's pretty much what it needs so to come not, down that's to. Not, that's not my, that's not my show. What? No, 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 you're just, you're dealing with data and facts. I get that. But I'm just saying this, I'm just, I'm, uh, there, there's a lot of information that you have that you're, that you're even dealing with some solution providers in order to, to go with whatever the law is or lack thereof, but you're explaining it. So the reason why I wanted to bring that up is because you're just showing that these are the reasons why we're in the situation where we are. Yes, we've got the data about the actual non, the, the non-vaccine bioweapons, but from the, the, like the legislative part, which are obviously you were mentioning the COVID-19 and you mentioned the whole thing before. And I just want to clarify that. So people understand where this all got started when Alex Azar conf- they did the confirming of the cases, which there was no test at that point. Because I want people to really understand. Yeah. If, if you, it's like anything else. If you don't know where it came from or you don't know where it started, you can't necessarily fix it. And maybe by hearing these stories yet again, the people that are on the fence that are still thinking that, you know, the doctors are telling the truth and the information's accurate and I can't wait to get my booster. Oh my God, yeah, I got to get my kid at three o'clock so I can take him down there and they can inject him with this awesome, awesome thing. Maybe that'll turn them around or they'll just finally clue in. Do you want to explain that real quick? Well, yeah. So, yeah, people need, uh, I mean, I think it's important for, like you're saying, to understand what this is all based on, right? Um, And it's based on fraud. You know, you can't get out of the situation unless you realize how you got into it. And we got into it based on fraud. So on January 27th of 2020, Secretary Azar uh, from Health and Human Services declared that confirmed cases of the novel coronavirus that uh, resulted in COVID-19 coronavirus disease was a threat to public health safety, therefore a threat to national security and Americans living abroad. 
But the problem was, he said it's confirmed novel coronavirus cases that were the threat to public health safety. Well, like you're saying, there was no test. There was no test in January last year to confirm the cases. There was no test in February. There was no test in March. And then if you do even look at the PCR test today and this, like the latest CDC report that I looked at from October 29th, people in the hospital diagnosed with COVID-19, right? These expert healthcare doctors said, you have COVID-19, you're in the hospital, you're so sick. You're in the hospital with COVID-19 and the symptoms. We're diagnosing you with COVID-19. They ran the PCR test. Only 5 to 10% of people in the hospital tested positive for either SARS-CoV-2 or the Delta variant, which causes COVID-19. So it's not a virus that's causing COVID-19. Mm-hmm. It's the financial incentive to the doctors and the fear-mongering propaganda. And now it's the vaccine that's causing COVID-19 because if you look at the FDA documents, the FDA and Pfizer go, uh, we don't know if it's the vaccine or something else that's making people come down with what we're calling COVID-19. Could be the vaccine that's making them sick, hospitalized, and dead. We're not sure. Yeah, we're not sure. That's, that, that is just unbelievable to me. Yeah. That, yeah. And that's okay with people. Well, well we're I not sure. sure. I am sure that the vaccine is causing that. Well, they're right? not sure. I'm You're sure. sure. Not because yeah. cause I read the documents. Yeah, I read the documents where they're saying on October 22nd of last year, the FDA said, look, the mRNA vaccines can cause um, Guillain-Barre syndrome, encephalitis, you know, inflammation of your brain, myelitis, inflammation of your spinal cord. It can cause heart inflammation. It can cause heart attack. It can cause disseminated coagulation, blood clots throughout your whole body. It can cause autoimmune disease. Uh, it can cause multi-system inflammatory disease in children, and it can cause death. So I don't know why the FDA is saying they're not sure if the vaccine causes it when on, on October 22nd they said the vaccine's going to cause this. Hmm. Yeah, I know it's a it's like a word salad. They love to they love to dance on the language and change it up. Um, you know, you've worked in this industry for what twenty or thirty years or so, so you're familiar with all these pharmaceutical companies. They they've paid you a lot of money over the years for your expertise. And um, Moderna is uh, isn't this the first time Moderna has actually done a non-vaccine? Like they usually never did anything in this category before. Is that right? Yeah, they've always done mRNA gene therapies and cancer therapies, which is what this is. Um, and and the reason why they use mRNA in people with rare autoimmune diseases and advanced cancers um, is because those people die quickly. So, mm. you know, there's no attribution to the actual experimental biological agent they injected in the people. They don't. It doesn't. It just these people are are have a ninety percent chance of death usually. So when they die, it's not you know, or if they live two weeks past the three weeks they were given to live they're like look our vaccine or sorry our biological agent wasn't a, a, a success i mean it's yeah yes um, they're, they're giving not. it to people that biotech- they so it's almost like it's, it's all skewed it's like a skewed study because they're like well we can say that we got an extra week out of them so it's a success even though we knew that they were going to die so on our thing could have actually maybe even expedited but we won't count that in the study, we'll just put that in a different column and we'll ch- we'll call it a different name. Yeah, yeah. These are these are you know they fall in the same category as CAR T cell therapies, chimeric antigen receptor T cell therapies, you know, um, that produce antigens um, and spike proteins too, because they they have their, their, they are weapons. They're these monstrous viruses, man-made viruses that attack cells. Uh, and in theory, in cancer, they were designed to attack and annihilate cancer cells. But 
Um, they can also attack and annihilate healthy cells, cell cells, and that's called immunogenicity. Um, and, and Pfizer has to do another study. Here's a shocker for 12, 12 years to under 30 years of age to evaluate the immunogenicity of a lower dose of the Comirnaty. Um, and immunogenicity is, is defined by the FDA. It's, so this is, this is a quote directly from an FDA document on protein-based uh, therapies and immunogenicity, and it says, a major problem with protein-based therapeutics, which is what you know, Moderna and Pfizer are, right? It's an mRNA that produces a spike protein. So a major problem with protein-based therapeutics is their immunogenicity, that is their tendency to trigger an unwanted immune response against themselves. Antibodies, these antibodies can cause complications that can be life-threatening. Hmm. Well, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, you know, at, least, at least they put it in the so paper. It's designed to kill cells. Yeah. At least, at least they're, they're, at least at some point when, where, where you are looking, that doesn't seem like a lot of people are looking in the right spots, but you always seem to find it, right? Cause you know how to dig. You're like one of those, uh, honey badgers that's digging. Oh. You're, you're digging in the, uh, the data of all these, uh, pharmaceutical <laughs> so, things. Michelle, Michelle, I did I didn't dig that far. I read the approval license. <laughs> this isn't the approval license. This is, it's it, like on the second it didn't line. Didn't go that far. Yeah. Well, that's yeah, an. I know. I was like, they're like, here, here's the license that Pfizer can produce and sell Comirnaty in the United States. And I was like, huh. Let's take a look at that document. I, I mean, this isn't like I didn't go back to 2004 database on the NIH. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just looked at the approval. Right. It's, it's right there. They're telling you right there. But but you would think that people that are in this world, that are that are the doctors, that are these experts, they obviously aren't looking at this information, which is pretty much very, very important. And the other thing that you brought up, which uh, I kind of heard a couple other people mention it uh, after you did, and it was kind of like, hmm, I have a feeling that they looked after she brought it up because there was enough of a lag time. Uh, you had mentioned that uh, in the fall, I believe sometime in the fall of 2019 is when Moderna and, and, and the reason why it's come out now is Moderna and NIH are in a, in a battle over the patents and uh, about the court and the money. And that's when it came out that the, yeah. the vaccine was actually something was filed literally well before any of this became like a, a topic of discussion. Comment on that when you when you yeah, found that it. out. Because you, you actually broke the news on that, and then I heard it like a week or two later other people talked about it. So I want to make sure that you get the credit for that. Well, they, well there's, a, there's an article in Nature magazine. Um, I think it was printed in May of this year. Uh, and it's the, it's, I think it's called the IP landscape of the COVID-19 vaccines. Uh, and if you read, it's, only, it's a really quick article. They got cool maps where they show... Um, where they show where everybody owes each other royalties, right? And up in the corner, you see everything seeds into the NIH. And underneath that, there's a bigger bubble around Moderna, but then it all falls into the NIH. And if you go through that article in the back, you click on all the references, they have the contracts there. So you can find the contracts that were entered. Uh, so um, I believe the Moderna uh, NIH contract is there. And so is the Pfizer-BioNTech contract, which I think was entered into the end of 2018. Maybe it was the beginning of 2019, too, where BioNTech and Pfizer also entered into a contract to produce an mRNA vaccine under an emergency use authorization hmm. that they would – so they would – Pfizer would give BioNTech their name, right, to produce this. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's – um, but I think it also was recently in Moderna's uh, investor, investor presentation that they just gave. They went over that contract, too. But that Nature magazine article is 
uh, again, it's for, I, I can shoot it, email it to you afterwards. It's a, um, you read the article and it, it, you know, it's a little bit alarming, but then if you go and, and click on all the references and read the documents, it's, it's pretty alarming that this stuff was all locked and loaded, uh, you know, two years, 18 months out to 2020. Yeah, so that should be another so, warning sign for people that, uh, you know, again, beyond by design, like this, a master, you want to talk about a master plan, you know, that's like a, when the master plans when the uh, old, well, you, you, and I, you and I are in the same age bracket, like the old cartoons where they put together their master plan and they're like, ah, ha, 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 we're going to execute our plan. That's this, but like on crack, that's how, that's how big it was. Uh, but if oh, you yeah. just, again, well, look at the timeline, that. Karen, that's why I wanted to, for you to point that out, because if you look at a timeline, you look at the history, you see that you, it's not disputable, right? You just go, oh, wow. So this actually, you did all these things to get approvals, knowing that you're going to do this. And whether it's six months or 12 months later, then all of a sudden we start the, we start the propaganda, we start the conditioning, we start the messaging that, oh, we've got something, there's, there's, there's a report from somewhere that there's a, there's an issue with a, a Wuhan or a bat or a something with that was done months before, but it was still six, 12 months after they filed paperwork because there, I mean, it, again, it's just trying to get people to to pay attention and to think outside of the propaganda box um but you know some some people you can't you can't get that message through so i guess what we're trying to still do which is frustrating like i said i'm, I'm sure you're frustrated too um you're repeating the same things over and over and um where uh some of it's getting through some of it's not but then again you're, you're always against the the media that is just uh constantly adding and changing and and manipulating uh no sooner do you think you, you made some headway um so with that being said what is it do you want people to really know what is it that you think are, are some highlights here um i've got 16 minutes before we so before we leave the live stream so um i mean what do you want to share with them what do you have brewing um i mean kind of the floor is yours just to just just you know, make a highlight reel here. Maybe, maybe we'll, we'll, we'll get something. We'll save some lives. I, I don't know at this point because I don't know what it's going to take for some of these people to wake up. Um, I was just pulling that article. Of course you were. You. Uh, of course you were. <laughs> you are fun. You are you are fun to, to uh, uh, have on the show. I must I must say that you've got a good sense of humor when you show it, Karen. So you throw that in there a little bit more. Would you? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, it's not it's kind of depressing information. Well, that's what I'm uh, saying. I, you got to, you got to, you got to, you know, because you're in this 24 7. Like you even said, you get a, you brought up a great point. Once you realize the, the, uh, how big this was. Um, I'm, I'm not, I'm trying not to use fancy words because I want to be able to people just to relate to it as opposed to when people men mention really big words. When people realize how severe this whole thing, when you realize how it was and you're reading through this documents and you're reading through the information and you're putting this all together, you're like, OMG is not even the, I'm sure what came out of your mouth. And you said you were like, you cried for three days straight because, and it's not because you're a weak person. It's because you saw really what's transpiring so yeah. i mean for you to take yeah. this on and then obviously you're you're not doing in any, any balancing there we know that you made that quite clear but i'm just saying is just, you know when when you do these things throw in a little bit of lightness just for your own sanity um because this is heavy stuff you know what i mean 
Yeah, no, it is. It, it, no, I, when I, I mean, my cries, I mean, I was wailing out to God. Like, I mean, it was, you, people don't, you know, I don't wish this knowledge upon people, but people need to realize that darkness, that evil exists, right? The greatest trick the devil ever played on man was convincing him he doesn't exist. Um, and I think that that's where the shock is. That's where the, that's where your heart sinks. That's where, you know, it, it, it's just so alarming. I mean, that's why I opened in prayer at Clay Clark's event, right? Because um, I ended the discussion, as you know, that um, the mRNA spike protein has been sequenced and it's got this, what's called a, a double codon from, from viruses. And it has something called CGG, CGG. Well, that's the HIV envelope. It's the, it's the glycoprotein from HIV that attacks CD4 cells. And, it's it's been it was tracked by a bunch of scientists or detected it by a bunch of scientists out of India, and then the Wall Street Journal did an article on this on June sixth of this year, saying, "Hey, this uh, CGG CGG HIV envelope or glycoprotein is in the spike protein, right?" And then the Pfizer FDA approval license says the Comirnaty mRNA. Uh, SARS-CoV-2 sequence produces the Wuhan-HU-1 spike glycoprotein. It produces the bioweapon. And then so the articles explain in the Wall Street Journal that this is not found in nature. It's man-made, so it can be patentable. So Mm -hmm. I searched on the NIH website for HIV glycoprotein 120, like everyone does on a Saturday afternoon. And uh, I found that. (laughs) So funny to me. (laughs) Oh, yeah. yeah. Fauci paid paid himself $12 million out of, you know, U.S. taxpayer dollars to to research weaponizing HIV envelope. And he owns a patent on it. Hmm. So he makes money off of this, too. And so that's really heavy to know. And this is why um, the FDA, Pfizer, all these doctors um, are showing, and or not doctors, you know, institutions are showing, like post-dose two, your risk of getting COVID increases over time. I mean, there's a study, or there was analysis done by the Department of Defense on our Center for Medicare and Medicaid Services, where 5.6 million people were injected, and they showed if you got two doses of Pfizer or Moderna at six months, your risk of getting COVID increases by two, two and a half times, mm-hmm. Okay. So why, you know, and there's other things. So why is that? Why are people getting herpes? Why are people getting shingles? Why, you know, why are people getting these mouth sores? Well, their immune system's being attacked from from weaponizing it with HIV glycoprotein, which Dr. Fauci researched, patented, and insured was part of this vaccine, so he can make some money off of it. So that's that's really horrible information. So I open with prayer that our hearts aren't um, hardened with unforgiveness, because uh, then evil wins if we if we just simply want to. <laughs> Um, be angry and hurt and murder one another. That's not that's not the that's not the resolution. I mean, these people need to be held accountable, but um, uh, that that's not you know we don't win by having evil prevail. So um, so that was uh, but that but that that's alarming. And I think the other thing um, which I didn't get a chance to get to in my talk though is that if uh, one thing I talk to clients about when I work with startups is like. Eventually, your product's going to be ready for market. But if your market's not ready for the product, it's going to fail. So I know there are incredible products derived from um, the way our body naturally works. Uh, and products mean biotechnologies, nanotechnologies, from the natural way our body works um, that can help stop 
the production of mRNA, that can help reverse this damage, um, that can reverse the damage of the autoimmune viruses. But until America realized that it was harmed, um, they, America can't be healed. And I think that's where we are. I mean, we can't get products to market as long as there is a corrupt FDA and, and American people that are still going along with the lies because it'll, we just won't be able to bring it out. We won't win. So until that, the current FDA is taken out and the CDC and the NIH and the American people um, demand accountability of these people um, and, and demand that uh, people are put in, in, in power and that businesses and researchers and individuals that are, are looking to help people and, and, and for the greater good are empowered to do so, and we can't heal. Yeah. Uh, and we're not, we're, we're far from that, unfortunately. And it's almost like we, we still feel when it comes to getting anything done at that level, I mean, just as regular individuals, even if you bound together with a whole bunch of groups and other people, I mean, that's, unfortunately, that's just not something that we can, we feel like we can do anything to do anything about, or that we're just, we don't have that, we don't have the capacity, right? It's not, we can't get anywhere with our own elected, then of course, you want to take down all these different industries, and which is what needs to happen. So in the meantime, all you can do is, you know, uh, be smart enough not to take it, try to get yourself repositioned with a new job, and to if you need to get to that point, rather than sacrificing to take the non-vaccine bioweapon, and and also then um, uh, wait until the court systems and maybe they hire you back, or who knows what's going to happen because it's just more lawsuits and things like that, and especially when it comes to the kids, you've got if you're insane enough to give it to your kids, well, can't help you, right? Can't help you there. Uh, you're going to have to answer to somebody else, up to somebody upstairs, some big guy. You're going to have to be accountable to when if you do that, but definitely don't. And then beware. And uh, you know you've you've brought this up before, and I mentioned it on the show. WHO, you know, they're setting the the groundwork, the precedent to say, hey, listen, if your kids are in school, well, then guess what? That's informed consent. So we can go ahead and just take this little this uh, non-vaccine bioweapon and jam it in their arms, and we'll just give them a piece of pizza, and then just tell them not to call and tell their parents when they get home. So that's that's what's coming next, and the kids shouldn't be in school anyway, um, because the you know it's it, it's an infestation of, of indoctrination centers. But that's a that's that's not uh, it's not Karen's uh, forte is the homeschooling, but. Um, but anyway, but I just wanted, I wanted to throw that in there. I wanted to throw that in there real quick. Yeah, I know. It's the destruction of America. They're teaching our children to accept, to hate America, right? To, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, hate capitalism um, so that they will welcome this, um, this uh, new government of socialism and enslavement of the American people. I mean, they want our children to be welcoming it. And I mean, and that's part of, too, um, you know, there's, is it Munchengen's disease when a parent tells a child over and over again that they're sick so that the child is like begging for treatments for a disease they don't have? I mean, that's what they're doing. Oh, yeah. The children weren't making them wear masks and testing them so that they, they beg for to get injected with something that's only going to harm them, you know, for something they have no risk of getting or getting sick from, you know, or getting infected with. It's, it is it is child abuse at many levels, many levels. That can result in uh, the disability and death of children. It's horrible what's going on. But I think what people can do is they can send notices, put people on notice. But more importantly, you know, if you learn the truth, you know, practice understanding the truth by talking with like-minded people and then go out and speak the truth to people who aren't like-minded, you know. But, but you know, I used to run a Bible study for four years and 
we for women who wanted to get back into business. So we would constantly practice speaking to one another, right, on how you would talk to someone like with your elevator pitch or how you would do an interview. That way you were prepared when mm-hmm. you got into the situation to speak. So, you know, whether you're listening to me or someone else, not my, some of my talks are too, too intense, I think, for, for people. But, um, you know, but, you know, even if it's like the news that shows, what, 70% of Omicron people are infected or vaccinated? Like, mm-hmm. that, so obviously the vaccine isn't working. Like, how, like, practice having that conversation with people and then speak the truth to others, you know? Um, that, that, I think that can help wake people up if you, I mean, just practice it in a non-confrontational way, if that, you know, that's possible. But that's, that's, that's something people can do is um, talk to their neighbors, you know, who, don't necessarily agree with them so um it's almost like we need to we need to start doing classes where we have uh, people that can come on they can practice their non-propaganda talking points of yeah like pure facts so that when they they go out into the world like not only do you have to take care of your health and you should be on the supplements and the protocols right and make sure you have your ivermectin and your hcq at home because if you you happen to get it you want to make sure it's right there right because you don't want to wait for a week or two to the telemed uh visit can ship it out but you also need to always like you just mentioned you, your mind needs to be prepared because you're going to be stepping into this world where you still got maniacs you've got covid slaves running around you know with their dirty masks on you know running around trying to uh, convince people that you're the unclean you're the one that needs to be uh, injected but yet they're the ones that are really the ones that are at the problem so you've got to you've got to be not only is your body need to be prepared your mind needs the facts the correct language so you could spread the truth you know, when uh, these these narrative-loving, child-abusing COVID slaves start spewing their propaganda all over the place, especially during the next couple of weeks during the holiday season and then beyond. So that is a, that is a good point. So we, we need to expand the Bible study into the uh, non-propaganda talking points elevator speeches, Karen. I think that's a, that's a, see that, now that is a good project for you because it's not just reading data points. It is actually like interacting with people. That's very good. That's what you should do. A little, that would be healthy for you. That'll give you an outlet. So then you're not just, in, you know, making tabs and in the books and in the slides. I think that would be a very good, and I have a feeling a lot of people would be inclined to hear you uh, guide that in some way. So it's something to put on the to-do list. I think that would be very, very good for you and very good for people in okay, general. Thanks. thanks. I'll add that. I'll add that. <laughs> So no, I think it is important. Though I think at some point, no, I know I, there's so much. We, this has been a 20 year plan, so to try to get 20 years of information out, you know, in an interview is challenging. But at some point, you know, you got to start being human and connecting with people. And I think, you know, hopefully we're we're at that point. Yeah, you see, Brian Williams uh, resigned from from MSNBC. That was big, huh? Yeah, but did you did you listen to his speech? Did you listen to the speech? Yeah, that what. That they're burning it all down. Oh my God! I was like, ship. is that kind of what he said? I was surprised that he was in disagreement with the state of the country, and he was like, he was sounding like he actually liked America for a change. I was like, wow, whoa! And it was. I like, know because he's Canadian. 
Well, they're doing bad things up there too. So I was just. Uh... I know. That's why I was surprised. I meant like Canadian communists. I thought that's what he was, right? Well, <laughs> MSNBC. That's what you know their whole network is. And of course, you know, I still, even though he he recovered a little bit in my in my opinion of him of uh, just being a total. Uh, I haven't figured out. We'll just call him like a left lunatic. Um, but he still did the lie with the helicopter, and then that's when he had to switch from being like in the number one position in news to uh, MSNBC. So, you know, he'll never recover from that. But the fact that he did say all those great things about the country, meaning that it's literally uh, on, on fire right now, I was really surprised that he even could acknowledge that, especially on the air. It's almost like he, he had his coming to Jesus. I said, okay, all right, well, that's one, one, one down out of how many? Well, yeah, and then, and then Facebook was in federal court, and um, they, their lawyers had to submit documents saying, yeah, well, the fact checkers aren't really fact checkers. They're just those those are opinions from these other parties that have very strong opinions. So that came out too today. Oh, I didn't know that. So my point is that yeah. everyone that's listening to the fact checkers on Facebook, you know, and that people like me are misinformation, uh, domestic terrorists, uh, right. whether you're hearing from Facebook or the mainstream media, uh yeah, the last 48 hours, they both got checked, right? Mm-hmm. Um, especially, you know, no pun intended. So, yeah, Facebook had to admit that their fact checkers are just providing opinions from, from organizations with strong opinions. That, so that's helpful. That's, that's, it's good. But, I mean, there's been a lot of damage that's done. And then, uh, of course, the credibility issues. Um, people aren't, like, in the beginning, or they still do it now? Are they threatening, like, death threats to you? Or are they, like, that kind of that kind of crazy stuff or does that calm down or did that ever happen um it's happened but i just um i don't 90 know. I, I guess seconds or stuff or block it now i just i don't have time for this stuff i got stuff to do i don't really i just you know i'm doing my, my mom and i always talk because i um I, I stopped my mom from getting the vaccine early on because oh, right, she's 80 she's 81 oh yeah yeah Oh, this is here. I told her, her doctor kept bothering her. I said, Mom, I'm going to write you a note to your doctor so she stops bothering you. My mom calls me crying. She had to go see the doctor with a sinus infection. I'm like, what's wrong? And her doctor died. She's only a couple of years older than me. So 60 seconds. She was to the doctor. So, um, but my point of that story is that we have a, a number of days, you know, God knows our days. Um, and that's what I told my mom about the vaccine. Then I, you know, my father had a, st- a stroke due to a surgical complication. And, and, you know, I just told my mother about all the complications that could happen from the vaccine. And we're very healthy people. And I'm like, Mom, you're, you know, your last day is known by God. But, you know, you don't, you want to be, you know, all as healthy as you can be. I mean, God forbid she had a stroke or was paralyzed or something like that. I'm like, you don't want to live your last days like that, mm-hmm. you know, um, especially from something that's not, you know, that I know is from a, an evil plan. Like that's not what she wants. So she's, um, she, even when we went to Branson, like my, my, my brothers were like, don't go to Branson. You might get COVID mom. I'm like, mom, we're going to go see. And 10 seconds. Like, who cares if you, you know what I mean? Like, like you know, you're 81. Right, exactly. Like, when are you going to get a chance to see an Elvis impersonator again? Like, who's like the number one Elvis impersonator? Because she went and had a great time. You know, and she's fine. She's, she was tired for a couple of days because she, she's 81 and flew across the country and back. But she didn't get COVID. She's fine, right? Yeah. So, I mean, that's you got to go out and live your life. But our days are numbered. So I don't, um, you know, I'm, I'm still here because God still wants me here. That's the way I look at it. 
So yeah, exactly. You know, it. It, because I'm heavily censored, and most of the people that are that are out there speaking the truth are, are heavily censored, and uh, I can't even put anything really uh, like any of my website links, any of my website. I can't stream live on Facebook, none of that kind of stuff, and I get strikes all the time on on YouTube. So I I just bod- stop bothering. Like oh, I'll shadow ban. Oh my God, I'm the queen of shadow banning. Um, but you know, it, it is what it is. It's not a big deal, but you know, if, if, if <laughs> you know, we joke around say, okay, we're going to have the black suburbans are showing up. They're just going to all of a sudden, you know, and like knock down the door while I'm sitting here talking on the air. Well, so be it, you know, it's, and then that's, I, I serve my purpose and it's time to move on and it is what it is. Right. I'm not, I'm not necessarily, I'm, I'm not instigating things, but I'm not also, um, I'm not out there running around on the streets, but then I'm also, uh, you know, I'm not in control of somebody else's. So I, I agree with you on that. So we're, we're here for now, right? So we might as well do what we can. Um, with that being said, is there anything else that you want to share? Is there anything else that you need to get off your chest? Is there anything uh, that you want to, uh, that we want to promote besides you're going to give your website again and you're going to give your Give, Send, Go account? Um, so, I mean, I, I don't normally recommend um, products or supplements but I can tell you there is a product called NAC-L-15. That's NAC-L-15-C-Y-S-T-E-I-N-E. And it's an amazing um, natural immune support supplement. Um, it does stop viral replication across numerous viral viruses. Um, it, it also helps um, with the health of, of neurological cells and brain cells, uh, it was a prescription product in the 1960s. It helps you detox your body. It helps your liver produce glutathione to detox your body. So uh, I strongly recommend that product. Uh, it's extremely safe and extremely healthy. Um, I get mine from a place called no- Nootropics Depot, N-O-O-T-R-O-P-I-C-S Depot. There's no code. I don't even think people know who I am. They probably just wonder why they sell out every now and then in blitzes. Um, <laughs> it goes in, it goes in waves. They're like, okay, but, it's, but it's, it's... So I used to be... <laughs> Go no, ahead. I used to be an interim chief manufacturing, or sort of chief marketing officer for a nutraceutical company. So I can tell you that this company is extremely high grade and they provide their products to other very well-known, well-established supplements, such as Dr. Amen from the Amen Clinic. Uh, uh, who is the godfather of um, of identifying uh, different types and treatments for ADHD? Uh, he also did all the uh, concussion um, scans um, that showed why football players had an increased risk for suicide. So, like I know he uses some of the Neurotropics Depot products. So it's a very high end, high quality product, and it's NACL cysteine. So I totally recommend that. And again, I don't. They don't know who I am. They actually have no clue who I am. They probably just wonder why they get these blitz orders and sell out every now and then. So, but it's a good product. <laughs> that is too funny. Well, you see, this is this is how you need to get your sponsorships. You should be the face of this this uh, this supplement, and that uh, there you go. So you just have to reposition how you get your six figure income from the good side of the pharmaceutical nutraceutical world, as opposed to these bad people that you made hundreds of billions of dollars for. But you know, what are you gonna do? That's okay. It's because you're good at what you do. Mm. It's okay. You know. It's okay. Yeah, but that's a great product. Um, so I recommend. I recommend that to support your immune system, whether or not you're vaccinated. I recommend that product. And then um, um, I'm trying to think what else to, you know, there's so much information to go through, but like I said, take time to um, spend time with like-minded people and, and, and 
you know, pray to, to have a, an open heart that's not hardened by unforgiveness and then, you know, have conversations. So there's ways to reach across the aisle, I'm sure. So, um, you know, it's very difficult to learn this information and not want to go into attack mode. Um, but uh, if we're going to wake people up, we're going to have to learn how to do that. So. Yeah, yeah, well, and well um, a little patience, I guess, in there. I, I just, I'm, you're you're a stronger lady than I with the patience and with the you know the forgiveness part. So, so I just, I just, I, I'm not, I can't deal with the lies, the the uh, the 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 mis, uh, I don't was well, it misperceptions, well, the mis, the the, the whole thing is just you know it's, it's so much evil, Karen, nefarious, evil, satanic. I mean, it's literally so intentional that is be it's literally beyond what a normal human being is able to do when it comes to something nefarious and evil, uh, because this is this is a whole new scope. That's that's when I realized it literally is it's it's demonic and it's satanic. Yeah, because a, a person can't be like this because there's not enough money in the power and power that you could get in order to think that this is actually a brilliant idea and to move forward with it. So you are. Oh yeah, I think I'm at. I an interview with Clay, and, and something. he's like, well, what's your assessment of the current situation? I was like, well, the gates of hell are open and it's empty. I mean, that's kind of where I am right now, <laughs> right. you know? That's, that's, well, yeah, yeah, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> gates of hell are, are, the gates of hell are open and it's empty. Yeah, they were literally running. I just, it's just, literally, it's a great example. I just picture like a cartoon of just people running around and there's just flames. And you're like, well, technically that's the news, like the, for the parts that they show you. Oh my goodness! Crazy, yeah. crazy. Um, so uh, just God, in the Bible, Second Thessalonians two, there there is a great delusion where the people will believe the lie. Um, so that that we have to, I have to believe that. So if, if people are under a great delusion where they believe the lie, then um, I have to believe that through the power of the Holy Spirit and and, and God's people speaking the truth and love, that we can they can come out of this delusion and repent and turn you know i'm not all of them obviously i'm sorry but obviously not dr fauci right i mean no. he's pure he's demonic yeah. but um but you would assume that some of these doctors you have to assume that some of these doctors are just um yeah they, they actually believe their lives right now um there, and there's got to be but what's interesting is it, nobody wants to have a so we always had these things in the industry called um what do we call them Crossfires, like yeah, clinical crossfires and debates where, you know, people would argue both sides of a therapy. Nobody's doing that now. It's really, you know, no, there's no one, no one's willing to, none of the, none of the pro-vax doctors are willing to talk to a doctor that has a different opinion. And that's, um, uh, yeah, it's just, it's. Should be a warning it, sign. It, I don't know. Should be a warning sign. Should be a warning sign to everybody. But uh, yeah. a lot of people yeah. are like, no, 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 that, 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 that sounds totally great. That that's a, that's a wonderful idea. We're just going to take the one side that has no factual information and a laundry list of uh, issues and death and, and uh, disabilities and et cetera, et cetera. But yeah, we've just, you know, they've rewritten the rules and we've allowed it to happen. And it all started is a uh, say in the intro. Let me, let me pull it up to uh, bring this home. Um, you know, as, as I said, Karen, I have tons of notes, right? I got not, notes all over. I'm like, well, I'm sure. Is well, real quick? Is your is your house or where your HQ there for uh, my my fight? Is it like a board from uh, a beautiful mind where it has all the pictures and the links together with the threads and all that? Is that is that what you have in your office by any chance? 
snow. I mean, it looks like a hurricane went through my office <laughs> with papers. That's <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's that's what mine mine looks like that too. Because I just can't help myself. I've, I have an obsession when it comes to paper and pens. Um, but anyway, as I was saying is that, you know, we, we, we kind of brought this on. We, we took our eye off the ball. We weren't participating in our communities. We weren't paying attention to our elected elites. We thought that they were doing a great job because we were so busy, uh, you know, doing whatever it is that we do and taking the kids to here and participating and working hard. And then of course, um, uh, you know, um, playing on Facebook, people were taking pictures of lunch or whatever and sharing that as opposed to really getting involved. So now it's our time to kind of participate again back in the swing of things, get back on track. I think there is a large portion of people doing that. So I, I'm guilty of it. I, I wasn't in, involved locally. Now I'm a precinct committee man and, uh, and amongst other things and involved with a whole bunch of different organizations and rallies. And I love to have them on this show and give them all that. And I said, just, you know, keep in mind, everybody, it was 638 days ago that we were told it was only 15 days to slow the spread. So, um, yeah, now, uh, now it's time to, to kind of kick it into gear at the next level because, uh, so you think, you think it's bad now is, uh, is, uh, phase two or phase three of what these nefarious characters are going to be doing is, is going to happen. Um, Karen, give your website and give that, uh, go, go fund, send, send, whatever, whatever that is. So, so people can make some donations and help you out because we need to get the word out more. And, uh, we need to make sure that you get to put in some downtime too, because that brain of yours has got to take a break. This is too heavy for one person to just work on by themselves. Um, so my, my website's my fight, M I F I G H T.com. That's my fight, M I fight.com. And then, um, it's, a uh, givesengo.com forward slash my fight m-i-f-i-g-h-t so it's givesengo.com and then forward slash my fight m-i-f-i-g-h-t if you went to givesengo you could probably search the campaign i don't know by my fight too i'm not sure so and i don't even look into how this stuff works i um i'm so bad i'm so bad you're, you're so, busy you're busy uh, absorbing data because you even said there's so much to do i can't wait to get into it all right well what we we won't we don't want to hold we don't want to hold you up i know that you're probably jonesing because you haven't had a chance to do research for the past hour and 20 minutes or so so uh are you okay are you it's safe to let you get off the no, phone no, it, it, is it okay? okay i watch shows and i, and I, I gotta watch like sometimes i watch Stu peters and i'll have a doctor on and like they'll be showing stuff under a microscope and i'm like gosh darn it i saw that in a patent and then i'm then i'll call Stu and be like hey you know that stuff the doctor said they don't know what it is he's like yeah i'm like yeah i know what it is give me a couple days to get on your show (laughs) (laughs) oh that's great well see then that's that's what that's how this has to all work and roll out see that's the thing is is, uh, it's it's unbelievable and all that information it's it's there you just you're just really good at knowing how to translate it how to understand it where to look for it and you're good at putting puzzle pieces together. So, um, but again, people, no opinions. There is no opinions coming out of Karen's mouth. It literally is all fact and filings from all the nefarious characters. So they're telling you, they've told you all along. We just didn't know. We didn't look. We didn't pay attention. And we took their word for it, which is, you know, obviously the worst thing we could do. Uh, so if you get a chance, head over to com slash my fight. Help Karen out. And um, she's using this to do additional research 
to expand the website to actually create some information, more documents, more things like that, so people can start using them, especially to, as we were mentioning earlier, to deal with the community and to send notices. Um, and it's this is a lot of work for one person, so if she can get a little help, that would be great. Don't worry, the money does not go, so Karen can get new outfits, or it doesn't go for any of that uh, stuff that maybe some of these other people, uh, you know, like these uh, these big pastors, you know, like a Joel Osteen, you know, when you give money to him, I think that goes to his uh, Lamborghini or Ferrari or whatever he's got, or his uh, <laughs> $5,000 suits. Or his, uh, or his wife's big diamond rings. So again, be careful where you spend your money, where you donate your money, where you get your content and information from. So I, I would rather listen to a Karen Kingston tell you about the Bible verses than a Joel Osteen. At least I know that it's sincere and uh, she's not trying to uh, uh, get, you to, get you down the, the wrong path to give her a whole bunch of money. So she can go buy some uh, luxury items for herself. So again, be careful. It's not, that's not difficult. Uh, all those great people, they're on our website. You can get everything home about us.com, everything home about us.com. And it's all right there. All right, Karen, I will, I've taken up a lot of your time. I appreciate you so much for everything that you're doing. Um, and, uh, all the shows that you go on and the time that you spent in, if you can, again, my Christmas wish for you is to uh, take it a little easier and maybe throw in a little bit of social life. That would, can you do that? Would that? Be, I think that would be good for all the audience members too, people that are listening to you. So you get a little refreshed and they'll be like, oh, look at that. Karen looks a little happier today. She, she, she might went to happy hour last night. Good for her. Yeah. So yeah, I'll try. Throw so that in there. Exercise and stuff in. Oh, yeah. So the one thing I do want to say is that there's no small role. Um, you know, when I first started, I just got my platform up last week. And people were like, I don't have a platform. I didn't even have a platform for like months, four or five months. So there's no small role in, in saving America. So do whatever you can do at the local level, uh, you know, um, even if it's just talking to one friend or one um, church member or, you know, doing something with your children or other people's children to, um, you know, save America. There's, there is no small role. So um, please, please don't, don't ever think that anything you do is not significant, uh, you know, if you're doing it for, for God and country. So that's all I have to say. Yeah, well said. And you can follow her also on Telegram. You're, you're just starting to get a little more active in that. So it's my fight under Telegram, right? Or you don't even yeah, know? Yeah, it's my fight. It's okay. not the- not Karen Kingston or Karen Kingston official. It's under my fight, which is the company that I formed to, um, you know, to fight. eventually create a communication platform. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It'll eventually grow into something. Yeah. yeah it, it, it just okay. it doesn't happen overnight. It doesn't matter because you got a good person spearheading that particular movement. So I have confidence again, throw her a bone, everybody give sendgo.com slash my fight. Karen Kingston. Thank you so much again for being the queen of slides and for everything that you're doing and uh, sacrificing and spreading this information in fact. So uh, you are dismissed, my dear, and um, I would love to have you back on when you have time and anything new to share. And uh, we can we can do short ones. We don't have to t- do long ones the next time you come on if you, uh, you've got a lot of stuff going on. But I, I, enjoy, I enjoy your sense of humor when it, when it seeps out. And then uh, your knowledge is just, uh, is unbelievable. So thank you again for everything that you're doing. Thank you. Thank you, Michelle. All right. Take you're care. Welcome. All right. Have a good uh, rest of the Bye. afternoon in San Diego. All right, everybody. That was Karen Kingston, again, the queen of the slides. And she's been doing incredible work. I encourage you to 
go on her give, send, go.com accounts, in which is sla, slash my fight. And then also go ahead and check her out on um, Telegram. Follow her on there. And her website is myfight, M-I-F-I-G-H-T dot com. She's going to be adding more to that. She's got great information. Um, and then watch some of her interviews. She's been a, she's been a, it was a fun interview today. Got a little bit of the lighter side of her. So I hope you, uh, I hope you, uh, relate a little bit as opposed to all this uh, heavy, heavy stuff. I wanted to not make it all so heavy, even though it is a heavy topic. So again, get involved, uh, uh, get the facts, get the information. If you, uh, and, uh, don't get to the non-vaccine bioweapon. Definitely don't want to do that. And real quick before I go, it is 316. I know the, the live feed is long again, long again. And for those of you still sticking through to this, um, go ahead and you might want to check out the Marketplace tab and go check out our entire Marketplace. Uh, you've got 57 well-known websites and brands that are incredible products and and. Um, ranging from my pillow, right? You can get up to 76, well, let me put this. So you've got these incredible products and, and services that are listed on the website. We've got 57 different well-known websites and brands and um, there's all kinds of discounts and it discounts all the time. Again, if you go there first, our, our marketplace, if you go there, you're never going to pay more than if you went to the companies directly to buy from them. And there's usually extra discounts that are not if you go directly. Uh, but the other best part about it is that total of your purchase, 2 to 20% of your total purchase price is then donated to our nonprofits and organizations helping and supporting vets, pets, kids, and freedom. So then again, the, you know, as I mentioned earlier, in numerous times, you know, these big companies, these big nonprofits, these big groups, these think tanks, these, these uh, you know, foundations, they all get tons of money. The little guys don't. The little guys don't. They're the ones out there doing the heavy lifting. So we want to support them just like EasyAZ. EasyAZ.org is one of our one of our groups that we work with that receives some of those proceeds um, of the donation so they can go do the great work that Marissa Hamilton's doing and a lot of other local ones here, but other, other national ones like Warriors for Ranchers is on there. Um, there's quite a few. So if you uh, want to go over to the Marketplace, it's the tab at the Marketplace, or if you go to everythinghomeaboutus.com, everythinghomeaboutus.com, just click on the uh, link there that you'll see the link in the, in the uh, listing for the Marketplace. So go check that out and go shop, go get some stuff for Christmas. Again, I mentioned this, My Pillow is one of the partners. He's got 600 different products because he has my store and my pillow. That if you just click on the banners or you go to my pillow, use the promo code home, H O M E, he donates 20% of the total purchase to those amazing groups that are doing real work. Uh, not like uh, Rhino Pearl Clenching, uh, just go to luncheons kind of work. They're actually the ones doing the heavy lifting to get you to do stuff to make some changes that actually make a difference and uh, spread in the truth. Spread in the truth. And that's. Uh, uh, what we need more of, obviously. So go check that out. And um, again, thank you for listening. Thank you for supporting. Join our community. Join our newsletter. Lower right-hand corner of every page on the website. You'll see that. We're adding the Take Action Toolkit. I uh, should have it finished this week. There is so much incredible information on there that I'm getting from really great partners and guests that are on our show. They're uh, putting free offers um, of content and books and uh, and in uh, handouts and information and resources on their website that uh, 
you ha- are going to uh, we're going to put it all in one location and and then a couple of really key groups to become a part of or look at and uh, easily found accessible information like we're going to even put links in there so you know how to find things on the website like you're like and Michelle you told us not to listen to Fox News told us not to listen to Newsmax well then what where do I go well you can go ahead and go to our patriotic media page and you'll be able to see a bunch of uh, publications that are going to give you uh, a lot of factual information and you're saying, well, what shows do I need to watch? Well, then go ahead and head on over to our must must listen to page and you'll see all the different shows of different uh, people that have been on our show, people that are coming on our show, of all different resources in order to get the good information, the facts. And you'll find people like Karen Kingsington and other guests that we've had on our shows, other experts uh, that are not only in you know, this freedom and health movement, people are in the business community. Remember, this is all about taking action in BLC, taking action, BLC, business, life, community, life, right? Well, she's covering both. She's covering life and she's covering um, community. Because you got to get involved in the community. You got to fight back against all this stuff. And you got life, that's your health, right? And then, of course, all of this does affect your business. Again, that's the three legs of the stool of humanity business life community got to have balance in all of them and we're doing that we're doing that we're doing that for you here on the platform so um follow us on rumble uh, follow us on the social media whichever ones that you go on all of that information oh join it uh, um and reach out to us in the community, start engaging, become a part of our Save My Freedom movement, which is not only part of this platform here, while uh, the audio version, which is the show, and then of course, um, the website, which we're having not totally redone. So that's going to be an incredible, uh, easily to uh, navigate through resource. And then you've got your uh, uh, Cloud Hub group, you've got your um, Facebook group where you can interact, you can go ahead and post what you do, post quality content, events, anything like that. We want to bring together the like-minded people. And of course, the Clubhouse, which we're meeting Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays at 6 p.m. Mountain Time. You can go to everythinghomeaboutus.com, everythinghomeaboutus.com, and you'll see the information for each of those, depending on where you want to engage and where you like to hang out. You could text the word ACTION to 91776. That's the word action, A-C-T-L-I-N to 9-1776. And uh, again, ch- subscribe to the newsletter. You'll get around the censorship. And then I uh, can follow us on the Rumble. Well, you know, we're on 25 different podcast players, but the Rumble is um, a great way to do it because we can post those videos. We're also live on LinkedIn, Twitter, Clout Hub, Blog Talk Radio, Global Enlightenment Radio Network. The big thank you to Big D and Rumble. So make sure you set your notifications so you get a reminder. But we're always going to be live Mondays at 12 p.m. Mountain Time for the month of December and January. We're not going to go back to multiple days, maybe until February, but we got a couple other things in the works. So those are probably going to be some replacements. Not sure yet. But anyway, uh, one other thing about the health, Karen did mention the uh, NAC. I do take that. But you can also, if you go over to the Marketplace tab, and you will see that there is uh, the Dr. Zeb Zelenko um, supplements. Those things are great because if you use promo code home, H O M E, I try to keep the promo codes for all this stuff as much as I can home when I get a choice, right? So his immune boosting supplements that keep you healthy. This is the prophylactic. It's his prophylactic that he has been touting for uh, a year and a half now, almost, uh, almost uh, 18, well, in like 20 months or so. And you get 5% off plus free shipping if you use promo code HOME. That's listed on our Marketplace tab. That's Dr. Zeb Zelenko's supplements. 
for a 30-day supply. It's only $52.50, which if you price them out separately, which I did before he even came up with this, I priced it out separately and it was almost twice as much as that. So you get yourself on that. And then, of course, if you want to get your ivermectin and your HCQ where you have a stash because you need to have your stash at home for when you do get this, all of those resources, if you go to our COVID facts tab, and uh, there's a page on there for um, telemed and for um, uh, supplements and things like that. So you can go ahead and get that plus the, the, the treatments, the protocols. There's like six different companies that have telemed uh, visits that are on there that I would encourage you to get it now. Get it now. Uh, so you have it and take it proactively, meaning proactively, you take it in advance. Um, I've been taking the ivermectin and the HCQ once a week for a while now, plus the other supplements. And it all works, peeps. It all works. So you just get yourself healthy. And uh, you were talking about the holidays, little healthy treats. Don't forget Carrie, or Sherry Calbaum gave you some great stuff in the beginning of the show. The guests were, uh, the guests were amazing today. Um, there's a lot more stuff that I could share. But for the most part, I think this was a, a very long episode. Thank you for, um, for having patience with us today. Uh, everybody went long. I, that was my fault. I let them go long, but there is this amazing, amazing content. So a lot of the, Alexia and Victoria are going to be joining us over in the collaboration consortium. So, and, and then this is not just for business. That's for organizations too. And they have people that don't have a business. They just want to be around great quality, like-minded people, um, to gather, to exchange information. We, you know, you can share, share events, share, share cool stuff. That's all. That's what it's all about. So go ahead and check that out. Um, we are over at uh, the Clout Hub, and that's listed at everythinghomeaboutus.com. It'll be the Clout. That'll be Clubhouse, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, at 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and it's the Collaboration Consortium. And uh, we're bringing together all the leaders and all the peeps, right? One location for all the information and you know, everything that you can imagine literally is on our website. So, uh couple things. Uh, I normally go through my phrases, things like that. I'm not going to. I'm just going to remind you that courage, conviction, and common sense are contagious. And be wary of where you're getting your content from and who you're supporting and where your money's going. So help the little guy and really watch out for those politicians. You better make sure that you do your homework before you start getting support uh, to certain ones and also to uh, before you start handing any cash. So a spe- special thank you to all the partners of the Everything Home Socially Contra Referral Network. On our, their information, their episodes, and their own shows are listed on our website, everythinghomeaboutus.com, everythinghomeaboutus.com. So check it out. And uh, we're going to kick the rent, ma- remainder of the year. Amazing, amazing amazing a guest so we've uh, uh next week dr carrie madey tina horlicher over at wecanact.net pastor dave scarlett dr mark and michelle sherwood dr travis fox talking about uh, his incredible app and business that he's got uh, we'll be showcasing that he's been on the show a couple times and then uh, in january we're going to kick it off with chris burgard and nick searcy they are behind the uh, Capital Punishment movie about January 6th. And Josh Yoder over at the Freedom Freedom Flight or Flight Freedom, um, the airline pilots, which is, oh, my God, the statistics that I just heard today on uh, Mike Adams' show, The Health Ranger. Oh, jeez. Yeah, real quick, there was a pilots, uh, Airline Pilot Association magazine in 2019, one died. These are just commercial, not in, like, private small planes. 
2019 one died, 2026 and 2021 in the first nine months, there was 111. Mm, what do you think that was from? Mm-hmm. So when you protect yourself, get your supplements, get your ivermectin HCQ, uh, get your knowledge, get your information, get involved with some groups, do all the things you need to be doing. And then, of course, you still want to focus on your business. So um, join us in the Save My Freedom movement, Save My Freedom movement. And uh, that's all she got. Let's uh, let's close this out. And we will be back next Monday with an incredible show. Five guests, seven-minute segments, and three guests joining us in the uh, Michelle's Patriotic Soapbox. So, again, a really long show today. It's... Uh, I won't do that anymore to you guys. I apologize. It's just a lot of stuff. A lot of stuff. So um, make it a great week. You can still interact with us and the and the crew on Facebook, Clout Hub, and Clubhouse three days a week. So don't think that you just, yeah. but this is more interaction stuff. We're going to grow this amazing community, this amazing group. We're here to support you. We want you to be able to promote your business, your organization. Tell us what you do. Bring in these entrepreneurs, small business owners, influencers and groups, purpose-driven people. So we're going to be all standing up, take action and supporting patriots who love this country. Buy and sell from each other. That's the way you do it. Don't go with the bad guys. We don't want to be with a stranger. Stranger danger. Remember, is December is Database of Diamonds Month, and it is time to unlock and unleash yours. You don't need to go to Google anymore. You don't need to work with a stranger, stranger danger, and you never need to pay for advertising eva again all right everybody make it a great week check us out clubhouse we're over there everything home about us.com if tomorrow all the things were gone i'd work for all my life and i had to start again with just my children and my wife i thank my lucky stars to be living here today the flag still stands for freedom, and they can't take that away. And I'm proud to be an American, where at least I know I'm free. And I won't forget the men who died, who gave that right to me, and I gladly Listening to Everything Home with Michelle Swinnick. Life, laughter, and the pursuit of happiness. To meet, learn from, and hire the experts and the guests, professionals, and members of the Everything Home Socially Conscious Referral Network and Marketplace, visit everythinghometalkshow.com slash episodes. And to listen, subscribe, rate, review, like, follow, comment, and share, go to www.everythinghometalkshow.com and find us on all the major listening platforms. Thanks for listening. We hope you were entertained, and we hope that you picked up some real-life, tangible takeaways from some good people doing good business and good things. Till next time, this is Everything Home, signing off.